Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, guys. Daily diary, day one. I'm not going to say negative. If we try to do whatever, that, it, we're just oh, going we'll yeah, to get confused in <laughs> day one. Right. So it's now Saturday. We left on Friday. Mm -hmm. So we left uh, about uh, 1.30 in the afternoon, uh, right. Friday afternoon. Uh, you and I mm -hmm. flying out of Denver, direct flight over to, to Munich. To Munich, right. So um, it's your first international trip in your it life. So uh, we flew Lufthansa, which I feel like was a good choice. Yeah, I definitely think so. I was very pleased. Yeah, I was too. And, you know, had a very good first experience flying overseas. We, um, all of the airplane that we were on was an enormous plane. My first airplane I've ever been on that had stairs. Yeah, it had, it had uh, multiple levels. It had four engines that Edward could have stood inside. They yeah. were, it was an enormous aircraft and they. Airbus 340, 360-600 yeah. or something like that. I think it was 343. Um, but yeah, the, every, every seat had a, a. Almost like a mini like a iPad. Screen. Yeah, yeah, like a screen. Yeah, it, it was pretty impressive. And one of the features was you could just have the flight up on the screen and it would like Google Earth show you where you were and what trajectory the plane was going, how fast you were going, how high up you were and all of that stuff. So that was fascinating to watch. <laughs> and um, they, you know, we had, they served us meals, we had dinner and then we had breakfast. We and had a food. midnight, a midnight snack of like this cookie thing that was really, really good. And the food was, you know, for airline food, I would say, Pretty tasty stuff. And I have no frame of reference, so I'm not going to even quantify it with, you know, for, for aircraft, we had no idea. It was good. Yeah, it was good. So uh, I slept about 20 minutes total. I cannot sleep on planes. No matter what I do, Yeah. Uh, no matter how m much I take by way of drugs and it doesn't It doesn't matter. He, can, wine, yeah. he drank matter. three glasses of wine and still couldn't sleep. Nope. And so, you had no, you didn't have that problem. Uh, do I ever? Right. Like we were talking about in Slack, I can fall asleep standing up. So I've seen it happen. During High Frontier, but don't tell anyone that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I had a little bit of trouble because I'm not used to having to have my, you know, having to sit, obviously, while sleeping. So that was a little uncomfortable. But once my brain got past that, I just, I was out. Teach me. <laughs> so we arrived at Munich. Uh, we had about a four and a half hour layover. Mm -hmm. um, we explored the airport. Yeah, it's a big airport. It really is. Some really nice stores mm -hmm. in there if you could afford them, Correct. I guess, if you're into that stuff, right. whatever. Um, we we had some, uh, you had your first experience with currywurst. I did, and it was delicious. Right. Um, had, a, had a vice to go along with that, and the lady was... Gave me options, and I just stopped her. I was like, advice. <laughs> um, and uh, apparently I look German because I was not at all ever spoken to immediately in English, which I assumed I would be. Um, but I, I plopped down two waters at the at the, the coffee place, and the lady was like, Vasa? Like, yeah, I got water. She's like, oh. <laughs> oh, you're American. <laughs> you're American. So I, I ended up taking uh, about two different 20-minute naps over the four-and-a-half-hour mm -hmm. layover, which was a, a necessary thing, and, and glad I did. Yeah, I wish we would have paid for those nap pods, though. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So I've never seen anything like that. Um, 
I'm sure some people are familiar with this, but for 15 euros an hour, you can basically rent a little pod, which is just a little private sleeping mm -hmm. area. But the other nice thing about the Munich airport is it's very sleep friendly. Yeah, there, there's th lots of places to lay down. Right, whether it's on the chairs that don't have armrests, because mm -hmm. so you can do that, or there are all kinds of different little uh, like benches, padded yeah. benches. There's that different you can, little, yeah, different so. little sitting areas with you know just where you can either just lounge back in a chair and watch the planes land and take off, or to you know couches to lay down on, and and different. There's just all kinds of things. It's nice. It's yeah, nice. it was. Now, and I saw everything from little kids laying down sleeping mm -hmm. to the elderly and yep. everywhere in between. Yep. So that was that was pretty cool. It made me feel a little bit less weird about <laughs> trying to just pick up some real estate and crash out <laughs> for a little bit. So after that, we flew to Amsterdam. Now, this is probably going to sound stupid to all our Dutch listeners. I get that, and okay. I know that the Netherlands, for the most part, is below sea level. I get mm -hmm. that. So with that, I know there's going to be a lot of water, and there's going to be a lot of canals and everything. Mm -hmm. But flying in... It was amazing. It There... Everything is wet. I mean, there's water everywhere. Well, it didn't help it was raining. It, it, fair. But it was just, I was just shocked. It, there's not just the canals. Yeah. But just the amount of flooded areas. Yeah. Uh, and the farmlands and stuff. It was just, it was, yeah, I, I really didn't expect that. No. And honestly, I would say, like, if you haven't had the the fortunate opportunity to fly into Amsterdam to like look at a Google Earth map or something of it because it's just it's crazy seeing all those canals and everything. Yeah. So Joris uh, from Splatter, mm -hmm. obviously uh, Joris Veersinger, he is he and his wife Nora are our hosts. They're basically they're letting us crash at their house. Correct. Uh, so they picked us up at the airport. Um, pretty funny that it occurred to me, but I didn't really voice this at any point that do they have a European car? Because European cars tend to be smaller. And, and yeah. We we had four big pieces of luggage, mm -hmm. two backpacks, and a carry-on. And be four people. Right, and, and four folks. And uh, we played uh, Human Tetris mm -hmm. to get us in, but we made it. We did. Yeah, so. uh, you and I were squished in the back together with two suitcases. But you know what? We made it. We made it. And we saw windmills. That yeah. was cool. Not only like new cool, you know, turbine wind farm, yeah. right? Wind farm looking ones, but old like windmills. Windmills like that you like, think of when you think of the Netherlands, like you so. see paintings of, right? And, yeah. So we get to their house. It's a, <laughs> your, like a four story. It's huge. Yeah, it's a four story. What I we would call like row houses mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. like that, overlooking one of the canals in the city center, mm -hmm. uh, built in the mid. 18th century. So this house where we're in right now is older than our country. Correct. Which yours and Nora both were very excited to tell us multiple times. Right. And it, <laughs> it was, it's a gorgeous house. It is. Uh, it's they're, crazy. Reno they're renovating one of the floors. So they're like, don't mind the mess, this and that, whatever. Like there's air conditioners in the foyer and there's right. <laughs> boxes everywhere, but uh, we don't care. But the funny thing is, is the foyer. So when we walked in, I thought the foyer was like, like a, a common area for like a like an apartment right. or a condo type. No, that's no, just that's, their house. That's their house. That's crazy to me. Which the house used to be um, 
split up into like three or four different units. So Nora was telling us that. So perhaps that did used to be the common area. Yeah, it might have been. Good point. So after uh, a little bit of rest and everything and the, the rain subsided, Yoris was like, hey, you want to go for a little quick little walk around town i'll show you around some stuff we were like yeah and come on let's do this two hours later we got back from our little walk and yoris is like a walking encyclopedia when it comes to leiden yeah and so oh, i guess we didn't mention that so we're actually in the city of leiden mm -hmm. not in amsterdam which is i don't know 30 40 minutes uh, kind of southwest yeah, it, of amsterdam yeah but it it did not feel like that long of a drive mm -mm. from the airports i i don't know if maybe i was you know, so excited that it didn't seem like very long, but it felt like maybe 20 minutes to me. But going all over the city center here in Leiden mm -hmm. with Joris, who studied history and all that. And, and wrote a book on the logistics of old-timey travel in Leiden, and it's just crazy. Yeah, it's it's it was pretty pretty awesome to have him as basically yeah. a walking tour guide That's exactly tonight. what he was, and it was wonderful. Yeah. We saw uh, this pizza joint that's pretty close to his house that he said this is where a lot of the splatter playtesting ideas come from, or mm -hmm. where, where they post playtesting. Yes. And where they come up with, like, different names for things in this pizza joint. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to stop by yep. there and take some pictures. He said all the funny names of places for food chain magnate were, came, were come up with in that, in that pizza place. So. Right. So that was pretty cool. We saw... Uh, the original castle or the fortification mm -hmm. that was built in 1150. That was crazy. 1150. Yeah. I mean, I realized all y'all listen to this that are here in Europe and from Europe, you're like, yeah, so, yeah, our country <laughs> isn't that old. So Correct. That's like that, like that, that gigantic tree in the middle was of it was probably planted longer, has been, you know, alive longer than our country as right. well. Right. Just, yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, just saw a lot of the churches, the canals, the university buildings that one of them, which Einstein worked in, which that was insane to think that I was walking on the same streets that Albert Einstein walked on. So yeah, pretty cool. So we got back, we had dinner. Um, and as we said, they one of their floors here, it, I make it sound palatial. It's it's just it's very skinny. It's, it's skinny, and ve yeah. Very tall, yeah. right? Yeah. But we're we're actually the guest room temporarily is Yoris's game room. Yes. So here we are on this bed mm -hmm. and looking around at just like there's a copy of Keatum, there's a copy of Keytown, and then just the splatter library. I'm like, now you're just showing off. <laughs> like, there's three roads and boats down here. There's a, an original roads and boats up there. There's two original antiquities there. I mean, there's Web, like there's Keek, there's Drop. There there's playtest versions of games are up here on the shelf. And yeah, it's just... It's, it's, oh, and don't worry, we're going to take pictures of all this. Oh, and on that note, um, we did get a chance to check out the new antiquity. Mm -hmm. um, it weighs about as much as Amanda. It, it weighs about 400,000 pounds. It is Seriously. the th heaviest game box I've ever felt. Yeah, it's... Um, it's even heavier than like Horus Heresy or anything like that. It is just heavy. It's about the size of what the uh, Kickstarter version of uh, Ground Floor 
that size box. Yeah. Like it's yeah. kind of like Agricola size. Yeah. But just but way thick. thicker. Yeah. Because um, of thicker, all that chipboard. Yeah. Thicker than Terra Mystica, mm -hmm. uh, Fields of Arl, uh, Converna. Like the advanced sieve that we had made from. Yeah, but nobody's going to have the context. Well, for that. that's true. But, but yeah, so think of it as like a uh, Caverna, but thicker mm -hmm. and weighs. Uh, it's completely solid of punch boards. It's yes. the whole thing. So one thing he, he mentioned to us. Uh, so when I opened the box, first thing I noticed was the meeples were smaller than I expected. Right. In a good way. Like I thought the pictures that I'd seen that these were going to be really big. But yeah, but I think once you once you have one in your hand and I think we're going to maybe take some pictures of them and like with have, have something next to it for size reference so that you can get an idea of what it actually is sized like. Yeah. And also the punch boards, he said they changed their, they got a new die mm -hmm. for the punch boards so that they punch out easier as yep. opposed to the older versions that would uh, sometimes not cut all the way through right. and it might tear right. some of the chits or whatever. The artwork is very similar to what it was previously, but the resources themselves are... Much clearer. Yeah, they are. But they still have the same artwork. They're just clearer. Just clearer. Yeah. yeah. You can tell what's a pearl and what's a fish. Yeah. And the player aids are thicker. Mm -hmm. They're cardstock instead of just paper. Right. Um, but and yeah. they're, I mean, they're obviously a little bit more condensed because they have to be smaller because the box is smaller. So. Well, and by smaller, it's like, it's not roads and boats or antiquities. It's a normal box size. Right. And so it, it all fits in yep. there now. Yep. And one thing that uh, Yoris had mentioned was that uh, some of the player aids, so the, the actual um, where you have your, your uh, where you build your first mm -hmm. city, um, some of those were the wrong size. And so apparently there are 750 copies that people are going to get that they're going to get the wrong size player aid along with the new oh, right okay. size player aid. So whatever. It, no, making, it, it, making it so right. Good deal. So overall, um, pretty pretty happy with what I saw. They, you know, it's got the uh, translucent black tiddly winks mm -hmm. for pollution, which I actually think I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, a, me like too. Like a lot more than the, what it was. It seems like that'll be more easy to move around and, and stuff rather than all those chits. Yeah, just to be able to manipulate them yeah. and everything. So I think uh, Antiquity is definitely going to be a game that we're going to bring a couple copies home of that has to get punched before we go because mm -hmm. that is just that must be 20 30 different punch oh, boards it's on just it's, it's just forever it's a time so. and that'll be yeah i i would not have any problem with punching a game just so it doesn't weigh four thousand pounds Good, when we try to gonna, transport you're it you're gonna have dozens to i do. know all right so that's it it's uh it's now let's see it's just after 10 o'clock local time i we've been up just over 30 hours mm -hmm. well I have been outside of my naps, Miss well, Sleeping Beauty on the plane. And I have been too outside of my naps. Well, how long I, did how long did I sleep? You, you were out a few hours. I like maybe two. Okay. Well, when okay. I I looked at the thing and it said we were going to land in four hours, and then when I woke up, oh, that is three hours. Never mind. I can't. I can't do the math. <laughs> I'm tired. That's what I'm going with. All right. So that's it with day one, guys. Uh, here in Leiden, the Netherlands. Yeah. And tomorrow we have. The uh, game day with the Dutch heavy cardboard crew. That's right. Looking forward to that. And I know Jeroen's uh, coming. Yep. And I think one of their main playtesters is coming. That's right. I know Giovanni, Mira, Mira, 
Marlin, mm -hmm. a whole bunch of other folks. I'm so excited so, to meet everybody. It's going to be a lot of fun. So Giovanni's like, just going to be sad we didn't sneak Asher in one of our suitcases. All right, guys. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm going to sleep. Let's go to bed. All right. We'll catch you all later. Bye, everybody. Bye.